We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Colts Nation, welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your co-host Cody and Derek, and we have a very special guest on with us today. Ruben C. from Believe in Texans is joining us today to help preview week number two, first time the Colts and Texans will meet down in Houston. My friend Ruben, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling that football is finally back and we're kind of into the swing of things a little bit? Man, first and foremost, thank you guys for having me on. And, um, you know, it feels great. You know, I cannot find a better way to waste my Thursday nights, Sundays. And um, <laughs> I think I can say this for both our franchises. I think this is the most excited we've been for a very long time. A new head coach, a new polarizing rookie quarterback. You know, obviously the Texans added Will Anderson Jr. But for, for Texans fans, this has been one of the most exciting times in years. Yeah, absolutely for you guys. And of course, you know, you guys stirred up a ton of attention in the first round of the draft last year, uh, obviously acquiring Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud and Alabama edge rusher Will Anderson. Uh, I want to talk with you, Ruben, about uh, CJ Stroud because mm. I'm a giant Ohio State fan. Okay. okay. I love cj stroud and nothing would have made me happier to get cj stroud to come to indy but i had a feeling that he was probably gonna get taken before indy's pick which obviously ended up happening mm -hmm. and obviously went with you guys in houston i'm obviously rooting for cj in a way and how are how are you feeling i know it's been only one game so we yeah. can't really take too much with it but are you, how excited are you having C.J. Stroud now as the quarterback in Houston? Man, C.J. Stroud has just done everything right since being drafted. Um, me and my other co-host, Hardy, we were at the the draft party. And after him and Will Anderson Jr. were taking the draft, they went on the Jumbotron and were talking to the fans, right? First, you know, first interaction. And the first thing he did was bring up Will Anderson Jr. He was asked, what do you bring to the Houston Texans? I go, well, my teammate, my brother, Will Anderson Jr., he brings ferocity. He brings all this. So you love to see that from him. Then the pads came on in training camp, and just C.J. Stroud just looked like the better quarterback out there. His accuracy was just off the charts, man. And, you know, when 
you saw him out there. He looked like a franchise quarterback. We are excited for C.J. Stroud. And, you know, the way he talks, he's just so humble. He absolutely deserves this. You know, he's fought for everything. You know, didn't even start in high school. Wasn't even put on on, uh, at Ohio State until his buddy talked to the coaches. So we are in love with C.J. Stroud down here in H-Town. Awesome. And just want to ask you also, you know, looking at the trajectory of this 2023 Houston team, obviously a, a year ago, you guys were fighting for one of the top spots, ended up, uh, which we are still pretty glad about, you know, you guys ended up beating us and helped Indianapolis secure the number fourth overall pick. And you guys moved down to number two. But how are you feeling about this Houston team this year? A one game in, 0-1 right now. Both of our teams are 0-1. How are you feeling about this Houston team so far? You know, a team that kind of similar to Indianapolis is kind of in a rebuild mode Mm -hmm. in certain ways. Well, we feel real good. Um, Us as fans, we knew that Baltimore was going to be an L. We said our week one is week two against Indy. And um, but when you see this Houston Texans team, the defense is there led by new head coach D'Amico Ryans. This swarm mentality that he has been uh, preaching, right, it stands for. Uh, special work ethic and relentless mindset. This defense has it. Um, they were just on the field too much against the Ravens. The offense, I mean, they're without three starting offensive linemen. You lost Kenyon Green for the year. Your center, who you traded up for Juice Scruggs, is out for the next three weeks, as well as Titus Howard, who the Houston Texans just extended. So from the offensive perspective, you're, you know, you see what they want to do with new offensive coordinator Bobby Slobick, but when you are down three starters, it is very hard overall encouraged um, by this team. And this week one, I mean, it's a must win for us. If you guys come into H-Town and beat us, that will be so demoralizing to this, you know, morale. Because we've been on a high since we've hired D'Amico Ryans, traded for C.J. Stroud, traded up for Will Anderson Jr., you know, we are expecting this game as a win for the Texans. It's a must win for us. Well, I mean, it doesn't it's never been a lack of entertainment when it mm-hmm. comes to Houston versus the Colts as of recently. Always been a fun matchup regardless of who wins or loses or even ties for that matter. Uh, so that, yeah, that definitely is always fun. But two two things for you, Ruben. Um this injury report, I was just pulling it up from Houston's side of things. Certainly seems like a lot of guys on mm-hmm. it right now. Uh, half of the list, I'll give credit where it's due. A lot of guys were full participants today. So it seems like a bunch of these guys are coming in here. But, you know, I see Jimmy Ward being out, Jalen Petrie being out with the did not practice, uh, John Michi being limited, even Laramie Tunzel having an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a bunch of these guys here that are, you know, on these limited things. I mean, what what's your feeling on it? Are a couple of these guys not going to be in uh, for this game? Yeah, no. So I expect, as I mentioned earlier, the three offensive linemen, but they're already out. Uh, Jimmy Ward has been dealing with a groin injury, didn't play against the Baltimore Ravens, and has not practiced all week. I don't know if he's going to be available. Jalen Petrie was hospitalized, uh, you know, during the Baltimore Ravens game with a lung injury, was coughing up blood. Thank God everything's okay. Did not practice. I I don't know if he suits up. Uh, Lermie Tunsil will play. John Minchie is practicing. 
But adding to the three O-linemen, your two starting safeties might be out. And both of these guys are captains for this Houston Texans team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Gotcha. Yeah. And then going into that, so obviously the two rookie quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, both are really good friends. Uh, What is your feeling toward Anthony Richardson? You saw this last week, tried to put together the win against Jacksonville. They almost pulled it off, but, you know, it just fell up short. But Anthony Richardson, what's your take on Richardson through week one? I mean, this guy is special. You know, I don't care that he only started, what, 11 games in college. You look at his body. He can make all the throws. He's going to be durable. He is special, you know, on the move. I go back to his touchdown against LSU. You know, fakes the guy in the air, spins around, and finds a a, a gator in the corner of the end zone. I I I would have loved Anthony Richardson here as the Houston Texans, right? He has He's been viewed as a project coming in but if he gets it going he's going to be special a rushing touchdown against the Jags um I was encouraged by what I saw from Anthony Richardson man he looks like a dog and he dropped that rap video man shout out to him (laughs) (laughs) yeah Stroud was mentioning that at the media day earlier yeah that's that's pretty funny I I don't have I mean Cody I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because I've never you and I never talked about that like, I think that's pretty funny, but, like, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. Heck, yeah. I mean, this – I tell you, man, the Colts never had a quarterback like Anthony Richardson in more than one way, and uh, that was impressive, man. I mean yeah. – But, anyway, going going back to this game real fast, man. Um, we, talk, we mentioned Anthony Richardson. We mentioned mm-hmm. the Colts offense, you know, who showed some things against the Jaguars. Ultimately, they came up short in the end in the fourth quarter. But they were moving the ball, especially in the passing game. Anthony Richardson, obviously, we know what he can do with his legs. And and you see kind of what happened uh, Houston in their first game, you know, some of the stuff that, that they allowed. Um, how do you feel about, you know, Houston's chances here, you know, to potentially contain Anthony Richardson and kind of maybe try to slow down uh, this Colts offense? What do you think is, is some of the things that Houston needs to do well and Indy needs to do well you know, the, some of those matchups that you think will ultimately determine who wins uh, in the offense versus 
uh, versus Houston pass defense. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you got to do is try to keep AR-15 in the pocket. Is that going to happen? No. Just like the Houston Texans against Lamar Jackson last week, you're not going to be successful 100% of the time, but you got to do – you know, the the sack on third down by Will Anderson Jr., the sack on third down by Jonathan Graham, those are the type of plays that you need. You're not really going to ice Anthony Richardson, but you got to hope to contain him. The matchup that I am watching is your tight ends against this because y'all targeted y'all tight ends a lot against the Jags. And without Jimmy Ward, without Jalen Petrie, that is going to be an interesting matchup to see. Also, Michael Pittman Jr. against Derek Stingley. This is going to be a matchup that everyone wants to watch. Uh, us Texans fans, we still feel like we drafted the better cornerback. Um, we took Derek Stingley ahead of Sauce Garner, and he had a great showing against Odell Beckham Jr. last week. And Pittman, man, he's a legit wide receiver one, a true matchup for Derek Stingley. Those are really the two key matchups I am watching. If if we cannot, you know, keep AR-15 in the pocket, he just kills us with his legs. Because I believe Lamar uh, led the Ravens with 38 rushing yards and Pittman just going off. I mean, it might not be a good day for the defense. Yeah, it'll be interesting how the Colts attack the the field, especially going deep if you're not going to have some of your safeties. But mm-hmm. um, the big question for the Colts offense going into it, I think more has to do with the run game. Uh, last week, the Indianapolis Colts, outside of Anthony Richardson, we're only averaging about a yard per carry uh, on the ground. So we were having struggles and we don't know if Quentin Nelson is going to be available to play in this game. He Mm. didn't practice at all this week yet. He's been dealing with a toe injury. That's kind of had him uh, uncomfortable right now, but I mean, we saw the Colts last week were really bad. And I mean, you guys outside of Lamar Jackson, I mean, nobody really, ran the ball very efficiently on you guys either. Mm-hmm. So you have this Colts offense that's already shown their inability to run efficiently and a defense in Houston that in the past has had difficulties stopping it, but right now seems to be on the right track. But we are supposed to get Zach Moss back, who mm. in the last game last year against you guys ran for over 80 yards on you. How confident are you in the Houston's ability to stop the run on Indy. I mean, with that, JT, I feel very confident. You know, JT has destroyed the Texans many times, but without him, I do love me some uh, some Zach Moss, but, you know, the Houston Texans defensive line is built to stop the run with head coach D'Amico Ryans. You know, I mentioned that swarm mentality uh, earlier. It's not just one Houston Texans making a tackle. It's many. Um, we also had one of the few games with missed tackles we had in a while. You know, that's praise to head coach D'Amico Ryans. But you have Sheldon Rankins there. You have Malik Collins there. Both of those guys are there to eat up the run. And then your two edge rushers, Will Anderson Jr. and Jonathan Gennard, played very well. No Baltimore Raven running back had over 38 yards on us. So, I mean, if JT's there, maybe I'm saying I am worried about this D-line. But without them there. And also, like you mentioned, we don't know if uh, Quinn Nelson is going to play. Uh, I might see the Houston Texans D-line with the advantage. Well, 
flipping it over to the other side of the ball, you know, if, if the Colts have had some injuries you know, on their O-line because they've had a couple guys, you know, dinged up this week, I mean, Houston certainly has had some issues with their offensive line, like you mentioned. Now, you know, this was a game you know, last week against Baltimore where you guys allowed five sacks mm-hmm. on C.J. Stroud at his first ever game. Now, Indianapolis comes into this game with a couple players playing pretty well. You know, players, you know, you guys know over the years, you know, DeForest Buckner, what he's able Dog. to do in both the run and pass game. Um, and then also Quiddy Pay, who actually mm-hmm. had a really strong week number one. And then you have a couple other defensive linemen in here. So how do you feel about kind of that matchup with, you know, having to try to protect C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud, you know, against this Indy pass rush, which, you know, has been spotty in the past, but at least in week one showed a pretty strong outing against Jacksonville. Well, I mean, as I mentioned that this is a must win for the Texans, the what could ruin our day is y'all's defensive line. DeForest Buckner went on a tear against the Jags. And, you know, Quiddy Pay was in the backfield consistently. You know, CJ Stroud being sacked five times, it should have been more if he wasn't so shifty and agile. You also have two stud linebackers, man. Your front seven is very dangerous. And I could see the Colts trying to take a huge advantage over them the way Baltimore Raven did because they were just blitzing these linebackers like crazy. CJ shot was, uh, you know, was getting consistent pressure. And with this offensive line, uh, it is that bad. You know, I could honestly say that. And I feel like when you go against a very good defensive line, like what the Colts had, I don't want it to be on full display how bad it is, but that could have ruined our day. Yeah, we, he mentioned the defensive lineman. Didn't even mention the two of the linebackers that in week one had 90-plus overall yeah. grades in PFF. That was EJ Speed, who had the highest grade of any linebacker in all of the NFL last week, and Zaire Franklin, who was in the 90s as well, who finished with 18 tackles last week. And then, of course, Shaq Leonard, who's just now coming back. You know, I mean, the linebacker core is the one thing, and it's definitely a strength of the front seven. Mm-hmm. But the biggest weakness for the Indianapolis Colts is clearly the secondary because outside of Kenny Moore, there's really not a guy back there for us that has started for more than basically two years. Who is the guy on your offense that you need to have take over in the secondary in order to give Houston a chance to move the ball? I mean, it has to be your tight end, Dotson Schultz. Um, with the Dallas Cowboys, was one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Only targeted two times last week against the Ravens. You cannot have that. Right now, the Houston Texans, in my opinion, do not have a wide receiver one. Is it Nico Collins? We don't know. This is the first time we are going to see uh, Tank Dell heavily involved. Um, the uh, Texans, a really fun third-round pick. But Dotson Schultz needs to get a good connection going with C.J. Stroud. Move the chains. We saw what C.J. Shaw did on third and shorts, uh, converting with uh, veteran wide receiver Robert Woods, multiple third down catches. But I think Dalton Schultz, for me, is a player that needs to get it going if the Houston Texans want to find success. I'm shifting over to your guys' running game. Damian Pierce, we Mm -hmm. know what he was able to do last year. Kind of came onto the scene and had a pretty good rookie season. Last week he didn't have a great game against mm-hmm. you know that Baltimore secondary. Eleven attempts, thirty-eight yards, averaging about three and a half yards per attempt. So it was solid, but nothing great. 
And, you know, we already mentioned kind of the front seven for Indianapolis with Buckner, Grover Stewart, who's an elite run defender, Quiddy Pay, who can also stop the run, and Samson Mabukum, who's no slack either. Um, how do you feel about your guys' chances, you know, if we're talking about, you know, how Houston can take away Indy's run game, how do you feel about, you know, your chances and Indy's chances to, you know, potentially stop that running attack? What will it take? What 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 does it take for you in your mind for Houston to establish that run and, and really have Damian Pierce get going in week number two? I mean, you're gonna have to feed him the ball. Only eleven carries is not something you wanna see Damian Pierce have, but when you're down fourteen plus points, right, you're not really trying to run the ball, you're trying to throw. But they need to establish the run early, find some success. And with this offensive line, you know, that's what worries me. Is this running game gonna get going? Are the Houston Texans going to continue to find themselves in second and long and third and long situations like like against the Ravens? But Devin Singletary, our backup running back, we need him to come out the gate hot as well. Get us into second and short, third and short. But you're going to have to pound these two running backs, man. Try to. So going off on a tangent here for a second, I wanted to ask your thoughts on D'Amico Ryans because mm. a lot of – I mean, that was the big thing in the offseason. Everyone was wondering who their next coaches were going to be. And there was obviously five different teams that got brand new head coaches. Both of our teams have one. Mm-hmm. We obviously have Shane Steichen now. You guys are D'Amico Ryans. A lot of people would say that, you know, D'Amico may not have been the best hire if you were trying to go with a new quarterback because he's more of a defensive guy than an offensive guy. But I always really like D'Amico because he's a man of his word. He shows a lot of energy and excitement on the sideline. He's an amplified coach and he's a guy that definitely, if you're a team that's looking to find an identity, D'Amico Ryan certainly seems like a guy that can help you find one. What's your thoughts on when Houston decided to hire D'Amico Ryan's? No, we were all excited because the question was, does D'Amico even want to come to the Houston Texans? Does anyone want to coach the Houston Texans? That was a question just a couple of months ago. After getting D'Amico Ryans, he said this was your dream hire. He changed this city, this franchise, as soon as he stepped into the building. There was a love for this football team again. Every single open training camp practice that they had available to the public, the line was from the metal detectors all the way to the very back uh, parking gate entrance. These fans are invested. That's something you haven't seen in years. When you hear D'Amico talk, right, he says how he wants to really develop players. And he brings up Fred Warner in his uh, initial press conference with the Houston Texans. And the first thing he said about uh, Fred Warner was he's a married man. He's a God-fearing man. But he's also one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Like really caring about the person as well. And you kind of see that, you know, here in Houston. Everyone loves D'Amico Ryans. Um, our owners, Cal and Hannah McNair, uh, Hannah called it the D'Amico effect, why everyone is so excited for this Houston Texans team. And there's only one man of praise, and that is our head coach, D'Amico Ryans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's definitely great, you know, to have some infusion of excitement, you know. So that's great to see. That's great to hear that D'Amico Ryan's is doing well. He was probably one of, if not my favorite coaches in this whole process. And so glad to see you guys got a good one there after. Man, talk about just some uncertainty at the head coaching position. You know, having all these different coaches just year in, year out, mm-hmm. just a new coach. I, I can't even imagine how refreshing it must be to have a coach that is seemingly here for the long haul, finally. Yeah, you know, it, it feels like you got the right one. Because with, with David Cully, you know, we knew he was a bridge coach. is not going to be here for the future. You know, one and done. Lovey Smith. The same thing. You know he was a bridge coach. He even said that this is a veteran's year, and you know he wasn't in the Houston Texans' plans for the future. But with D'Amico Ryans, you give him a six-year deal, and this is a guy who was drafted by the Houston Texans, right? Like, you see this, you know, this story in movies. The guy who was drafted by the franchise, and the franchise wasn't good, brought him to a little bit of relevancy. Then you're coming back to coach them, man. This is, you know, this is a movie that we uh, Houston Texans fans are seeing right now. So we're excited for it. Let's talk about special teams really quick, just really quickly. And then we can Mm -hmm. go into some score predictions here. Obviously, you guys last week, you had a couple uh, decent returns in the punt return category. Kicking wise, your kicker, uh, Fairburn, ended up going three for three mm-hmm. with a long of 38. So, you know, that's definitely a good sign there. Hunter hit four kicks for 176 yards with a 44 average. How do you feel about your team's special teams stacking up against ours? Because Indy had definitely a very interesting first week when it mm-hmm. came to special teams. We had... A couple times where Agnew really exposed the coverage uh, team on our side. Matt Gay hit all of his kicks that he was brought out for, but sometimes it felt like Steichen just didn't want to use him because it felt like, I think, he I don't know if he thought he was in his Philadelphia days where, you know, they could just convert on fourth and one. Well, Indy couldn't convert on fourth down in that game. And left Matt Gay off the field a couple times when it felt like they could have used him. How do you feel in confidence wise about your special teams? Yeah, the Houston Texans, they might throw out there a new punter. Um, our original punter, Cameron Johnson on IR because of a calf. So more injury bugs. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn, one of, you know, one of the, the better kickers in the NFL, no problem there. Uh, our special teams is ran by uh, coach Frank Ross. He is, as legit as they come. Some people see him as a future head coach. In terms of who is going to be returning kicks, you guys are going to see the Houston Texans third-round pick, Tankdale. And Tankdale is electric. He got an opportunity in the preseason against the Saints and, you know, took it back to the Houston Texans 48-yard line. You know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he was electric. You know, with the University of Houston Cougars, was dynamic as well. I'm excited to see what Tankdale does in his debut as far as kick return wise, it might be Robert Woods, it might be Noah Brown. The Houston Texans have been trying to find themselves a kick returner or uh, running back Mike Boone, but the special teams outside of the punter situation, I ain't comfortable with. Awesome. Well, let's get into some score predictions now, Ruben. Since you are our guest, we will let you have the first crack at it. 
What do you think the final score is, and who do you think ultimately comes out in top, on top in this game? I'm going to go 17-14 Texans. I okay. think this is going to be a tight game, and it's going to come down to which rookie quarterback is going to make the big mistake. Last week, C.J. Stroud didn't throw an interception. Anthony Richardson did. I think it was pretty late in the game also. Um, the Houston Texans defense, they're going to have the crowd behind them. It is the first time we see D'Amico and CJ and Will Anderson Jr., who was a monster. But 17-14, Houston Texans, and it was going to start off great for the head coach, D'Amico Ryan's era. All right, Derek, what do you think? I'm going to end up going uh, 27-21 Colts. Like I said, I can't ever say that the Colts will blow out the Texans because it's in recent memory, it just doesn't happen. Uh, Both these teams are in a rebuild, but I think Anthony Richardson is going to put string together a couple of TDs Mm -hmm. in this game. Besides that one late interception when the game was already over, he was looking very efficient. I think he's going to approach this game the same way he always does. And I think the Colts are going to skate by late with a win here. Okay. I'm, I had this score in my mind. I had 24-17 Indianapolis just because, you know, I'm not saying that Indy's defense is anything anywhere near Baltimore's at this point, but they did a pretty decent job for most of the day shutting down Trevor Lawrence. Now, again, Houston's or I'm sorry, Jacksonville, you know, they scored that that because of that Agnew punt. They had great field position, but I felt like the Indy defense for the majority of the game, they were making life extremely difficult for Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, I look at this Houston offense and and to be honest, I like TJ Stroud, but I don't think he's anywhere near what Trevor Lawrence is right now. And, you know, with some injuries piling up on an offensive line with, with how Indy's D line is playing right now, I just don't see it. And I see him maybe having a couple plays because of, you know, potentially uh, having some plays on this young secondary. But for me, I just, I don't know. It, it's just hard for me to imagine how well Indy played them just having a game where mm-hmm. you know they, they score less than they did, you know, against against Jacksonville. So I'll go twenty four seventeen, but I do think it'll be a very competitive game, that's for sure. I hope so too, man. Yeah. So well Ruben, man, thank you so much, man, for coming on. We really do appreciate your time. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, find what your work and all the stuff you do with the Houston Texans? Yeah, absolutely, man. Just go on YouTube and search up 713 Houston Sportcast. It'll easily pop up. And on Twitter, at 713HSP, dropping daily Houston Texans content. And thank y'all so much for having me on, man. Feels good to talk some, you know, football after so long. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's good to know. I feel like for a long time it was hard to find Texans content creators. I don't know yeah. if you feel that, but... I was we were looking for a long time. You can only find a few, so uh, it's good to have this connection, man. Really do appreciate it, like we said. And uh, yeah, man, we tell everybody this every single week we play them. Good luck on Sunday, but not luck, too boys. much luck because we always root for a Colts win here. But uh, anyway, man, we hope it's a great game for you. First home opener for you guys. It's always great, you know, with the rookie quarterback and all that stuff. We experienced that last week, so. Ultimately, it's going to be a good game. Hopefully, you know, everybody is uh, stays healthy. And ultimately, it's just it's a good game all around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you all so much. Absolutely. And thank you guys for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. If you are new to the channel, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, turn on that notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new content like this. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Let us know your score predictions in the comments below. But thanks, guys, for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.